Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Let's Toast This Day, the podcast where you get everything from cold brew to mosas to dog talk. Uh, this is Danielle here. I'm just popping on really quick before we get into our interview with Emily today. It was such a great, exciting interview. She is so sweet. Um, if you do not follow her on Instagram, you are living on a rock. She has some of the best content. She's so genuine. We talk a lot about um, her journey to become a nurse, kind of her journey with social media, talking about influencing culture. It's a great conversation. I really love it. If there are audio issues, that is my fault. I did not realize one of the mics was plugged in wrong. So it sounds normal to me, but if you notice a little audio difference, a little echoey, that is why. We're going to skip all of the hubbub here and just get into the interview. So enjoy. hate when it does the recording thing. Hi, I am here with Emily today. Um, Emily, is it Ecline Eats? How do you say it? Ecline Eats, yes. Okay, I never know. I called it Ecline once and I was like, wait, it's like too French, but I'm with Ecline Eats. Um, <laughs> she is a featured registered dietitian, food influencer. You probably know her because she makes the best reels. I swear, I do not understand reels to save my life and you just kill it with your reels. Um, she is studying at Indiana, correct? Are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. just sitting at IU to yes. your dietitian, and we're going to be chatting all things influencing and health today. So, thank you for yeah. being here, Emily. If you want to give a little elevator pitch, I would love that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. It's been a fun journey, obviously, with this food era of an influencer I hate you I hate that, that word I hate it, it like it makes me so you, uncomfortable mm-hmm. what do you call yourself I just say because it's kind of when people ask me about what I do and they know that Instagram exists but they don't really get it's mostly older people that are just kind of confused and just know that like oh it's visually appealing to like look on Instagram but they don't realize that it's actually can be a career so I just say that like I work in social media and then people who like ask more I would like give more information but a lot of people it's just like oh what do you do and then like I say that and they're like okay cool and I'm so it's kind of been an interesting I don't know way of explaining and helping people understand like what we do and how it helps other people and how it's actually a career Mm -hmm. if you want it to be Um, so yeah, I started my food Instagram when I was a senior in college and basically I just started, I, my first degree was in public health and Spanish. So I was always interested in health and nutrition and seeing how, what we put in our body affects the way our body works. And I just started sharing random recipes. I honestly didn't make most of, I honestly didn't develop most of the recipes that I would originally post it would be from other people's accounts just trying to get into the kitchen exploring seeing what ingredients I like trying new foods having my friends try them so it was very low-key and then I taught in Spain for a year following graduation oh my gosh yeah which was awesome but during that time I lived with a host family so I didn't have my own kitchen I was not I mean, it would have been now looking at it a great opportunity for taking content and showing other cultures 
food, but then I was more not as focused on the account and I didn't really, it was more for fun. So I took time off of that and then come COVID, I started back up. So it's almost, I think in April, it'll be two years that I've been doing it consistently. Um, Just in COVID, I started playing around in the kitchen again and just finding it exciting and fun. And then some way or how people started following my account and people started telling their friends and it was sort of this growing thing from there that became such I don't know I've had so many opportunities that I would not have expected at all through this account which has been such a blessing and it's honestly such a stress cooking and baking is such a stress reliever for me so it's been a positive mental health outlet um, during school so yeah, that's kind of how I got started. What year did you graduate from undergrad and where'd you go again? So I graduated in 2019 from undergrad and I went to Elon University. I'm from oh, Indianapolis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm from Indianapolis, but when I was graduating high school, I was like, I want to try something different. I want to meet new people and just kind of not be- Where did you grow up? Oh no, not- You're originally from Indianapolis, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm originally wow. from here. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say and, my then, sorry my roommate spent like a year in Indy and her boyfriend lives there and she's probably moving back right. next year she loves it she was just I know there, it's she was there last weekend I think okay it's like no it's a great place and it's so fun but you know that urge to just try something else and so I felt that and I was like all right let's try it and then went to Spain and then now I'm back here possibly coming up in May or this summer moving again but I do not know where what are my you plan is moving? do you have like a spot in mind I have a couple options I'm thinking either New York City or Denver very different yeah but some of my friends that live in Chicago are trying to convince me to move there but I don't know we'll see I went to school in Colorado and Denver's amazing especially for like the registered dietitian space I don't know if you know Emily Eats she is like a vegan mm-hmm. registered dietitian and Col- she's in Colorado and she went to, she got her master's at Colorado state. She loves it. Um, if you're, it's definitely a health foodie scene. I feel like both are in their own rights. So are you graduating in May then? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I graduate in May and then I have to take an exam probably in June. So I'm kind of starting to get the ball rolling, thinking about what I want to do, but I have really no clue yet and I kind of no, feel stressed, with the exam, but... is it similar to taking like the LSAT or um the MCAT where you, it's like you're studying for months and months on end I would assume um yeah this one you really only they like recommend you take it a month after graduation so I'm taking that um and you're like that full month you're studying until the exam so we'll see how it goes and if I'm prepared so do you know kind of what field I guess it's not really a field per se but like regarding what you want to do with your it's a master's right or is it so I'm doing so the program I'm doing is um nursing and it's um it's not a master's it's just a second bachelor's degree oh wow yeah which is kind of a little bit backwards because obviously I already have a bachelor's degree. So it in a way is, you know, just adding to what I already did in college, but I didn't really know that I wanted to, I didn't know what specific specific profession I wanted to do in the medical field yet. And so 
I kind of gave my time, myself time in Spain to think about it. And yeah, so this is a, uh, another bachelor's program. Okay, wow. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. So what, cause you said like, this is not what you studied in undergrad originally. So kind of what made you want to flip and fully focus on this career path? I would say, I've all, well, I've always had an interest in healthcare and being in the medical field, but I've never knew what specific avenue I wanted to take with that. I was pre-med for my first two years of college. Then I was thinking about physician assistant school and a lot of those, well, med schools and PA school both have very specific, I don't know, guidelines of how you can practice. Um, Whereas nursing, there's a lot of different things that you can do as a nurse and you can work in literally so many different capacities um, or like at the bedside or even, I don't know, work for a pharmaceutical company with a nursing degree. Like there's just a lot more options and opportunities. So I was like, and a couple of my professors at Elon were telling me that nursing might be the move. So I was like, okay, we got to do it. So have you honed in on what exactly, what area of you want to go into? No, I don't know yet because honestly, I feel like right now, I, I, I don't know, but I feel like right now I'm so loving, I don't know, like making recipes, running this account. So I don't know if I kind of want to focus on that for a little bit and see like where I go with that um and then kind of do nursing as like a side situation but I feel like right now I'm not in a position where I like need to decide right this very moment so I'm just kind of exploring that option as well speaking of that kind of getting back to like your influencing and everything um I relate 100% on like the what do you tell people because it's so awkward to explain it and like especially when you're like I'm not a food blogger but I'm not an influencer like I hate, I hate talking about it personally, like not in a bad way, but in like a, especially to new people, like, I don't know if you mm-hmm. feel that, but, um, kind of regarding your influencing career, what made you, what inspired you to start it? I guess. I guess what inspired me was, I feel like you see it all over body positivity, like food inclusivity and a lot of people I feel like in our generation struggle with how do I feel my body how do I feel good about myself um and what can I do for myself to be the best version um that I can be and I feel like I was kind of struggling with that and really trying to figure out like what type of foods are best for my body at first honestly when I started this account I was probably didn't really have a great relationship with food. I was super restrictive, super overthinking everything I put into my body, over exercising and kind of coming from a place where I wanted to change. And I wanted to, I didn't want my life to be like this because it would consume me and it was, it wasn't a positive experience. Um, So I feel like that kind of led me to start it. But then as it's evolved, I, my relationship with food is, healed times a thousand like I have no restrictions I eat when I'm hungry I stop when I'm full and I know before like I would follow a bunch of people and they would kind of talk about that and how to work through um, similar situations with food restricting and I was never diagnosed with anything but I just would notice myself that I 
was maybe thinking, focusing too much on it. Um, but I feel like now my relationship with food and nutrition and exercise and health has been the best it's been. And probably because of my account. Honestly. Did you play any sports growing up? Yeah. So I played, well, growing up all the sports, but then in high school, I played basketball and that was a super hard transition, you know, going from playing sports every single day to then going to college where you're like, I have the option to stay in my dorm or hang out with my friends or like do X, Y, Z or work out. Like, eh. so was it like the freedom of all, going from like such a rigorous schedule in high school to again, like the unlimited freedom? Did you struggle with that? Yeah, I feel like I did. I just feel like time management is so hard when you're entering college because it's just such a different schedule. Like I felt like I had so much free time in my hands, yet I wasn't getting what I wanted to get done. Just, I don't, I don't even know what it was now looking back at it, but I feel like that's definitely a hard transition that I struggled with at first and honestly throughout college. Um, but I don't know, just, yeah, it was, it was a transition, I would say. I think everyone struggles with that. Um, what was your favorite part of your experience at Elon, would you say? Were you in a sorority, like Greek life or any clubs or anything? Yeah. yeah, so I was in Greek life. I was in student government and I played club basketball. Oh, wow. um, so I kind of, I don't know, as I took the opportunity to go to a new place, try something different, I wanted to immerse myself in everything that I could to I feel like meeting people and making connections is the biggest part of loving a place and feeling like you fit in and you feel comfortable. So I think freshman year and sophomore year, I just tried to immerse myself in all of the experiences that I could. And, but I feel like the most important part of my college experience was actually having the opportunity to study abroad when I was a junior in Barcelona and spend a semester there. And I only had a couple friends going, but I was able to meet so many different people from other schools. And I feel like my school really emphasized like studying abroad, taking advantage of overseas experiences or even other places in the U.S. And that was my favorite thing about my school. Do you think study abroad helped your relationship with food at all? Like blossomed and made you see like different food cultures. And like, I remember when I went to Europe and I was like struggling with my food as well, like seeing the way people ate and how they focused on food so differently, like really mm-hmm. opened my eyes. Would you say you experienced that? Yeah. I mean, I would say, cause I lived with a host family during that as well. And just seeing, I don't know how everyone was enjoying food in a positive and it was super interactive and everyone was together and I feel like yes in the U.S. like food does bring people together but for them in Spain at least from what I noticed like it was family dinners every night like talking wine like casually but it wasn't you know taking it to the next level like with anything just like they were just very minimalistic I feel like compared to how we are here we're like everything's over the top well I mean have you heard the thing I'm sure you have about how in Europe like people who have gluten tolerances in the U.S. can eat like Italian pasta and stuff because it's so much less refined um yeah I think I was watching this one YouTube video today about like this woman who only ate like processed foods for seven days and she's like a fitness influencer and she was just saying like I'm so much less full like I don't feel connected to people because I'm not enjoying my meals or anything um, so I, I do think Europe puts like a huge emphasis on the idea of like food as a social event, but not like 
we're just going like actually making time to like sit down like everyone eats super late there as well so I think that's interesting but when you got back from study abroad you were a senior obviously and then when did you officially you said after you did your study abroad year not year but like your gap year essentially um when did you decide to go back to school I feel like I always knew I wanted to go back to school, but I officially had to decide in that, I think it was like March of 2020. Um, And then my program started in January of 2021. So I was just, I don't know, I wanted to start like right away because I feel like not a lot of, I would say half of my friends went back to school to get their master's or I have a couple of friends in med school. but I was just, I don't know, I was ready to get the ball rolling and like start a real job. But now that the whole real job situation is coming up, I'm like, oof, this is scary. But so you think you want to do like content creation full time after you graduate? I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like things with social media change so quickly. Like I've noticed such because it's all kind of about how my account grows and like if I see enough growth where I could do it full time um because right now I just don't have time to be putting stuff out there like three to five times a week which like I feel like I would want to if I wanted to see like a consistent growth and like make it a career but I don't know I feel like there's just a lot of options which is awesome but it's I don't know. It's stressful trying to decide. Are you on TikTok at all? So I started a little bit and then I don't know. I feel like it's another beast that like I want to, f- I, I need to figure out and like get into it because I, I know agree. a lot of people have seen growth through that. Um, but I haven't fully invested any time into it yet. It stresses me out because like you grow on Instagram and it does take a while to like get significant growth and like starting another platform. You're like, I have to do that all over again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And like on TikTok, the whole thing is like, just post a lot and you'll blow up. And like for what you do, which is like food content creation, you can't just like post a video of yourself dancing or whatever. It's like actually takes a lot of time to put a good video out. And I'm sure you're like, I don't want to start it till I can put the best quality video out on there. So I get right. that. But do you right. remember do you remember your first ever post on your Instagram? I looked back recently. I, maybe it was a couple months ago at like at, I don't remember my very first post, but I looked back at like collectively my first month maybe and it was just so interesting because so. I wasn't doing it to impress anyone. I wasn't doing it to get likes. I wasn't doing it I don't know. I feel like it was just very authentic. This is what I'm eating and I'm not trying to make it look aesthetically pleasing at all. I know. I always love like especially the people that started like really early on like seeing how it's transitioned so much and like I don't know if you have this but, like I have friends that are like I want to start a food Instagram like how did you do it and genuinely it's like just love food like love posting while you're eating like right. I feel like so like there you go. You know, um, I feel like a lot of people are interested in starting something, but it, it is that passion and that excitement about food. I get excited about food. So like, obviously, um, I love doing this, but I feel like some people think like, oh, I want to just like do this and like 
get free products or whatever xyz um and it's just like you need that passion or else it just doesn't come off authentically i feel like um that's a huge part of i don't know because when you are doing brand partnerships you're the people that follow you are trusting that you're going to give good recommendations and like show things that you actually like and you would buy yourself um so i feel like that is passion is a big part of like starting something like this also i agree also the pr gets overwhelming at times because you get so i have no room for anything right now in my house like i need to go through and donate it but i don't know if you know this like some of it's for like paid partnerships and i like want to keep it to make sure it goes well but then it's like like we have a whole pantry that's just flowing with like boxes of protein powder and cereal and like no no I it's also like I've recently seen a lot of videos I don't know if you have about how unethical and like how bad the environment PR gifting is um and I definitely feel like I've started turning on a lot of PR just because I don't have the room for it I don't have the space and like especially for people like you that do have a good following but are not like Hailey Bieber or something there's a lot of expectation of like just post this for free and at what point are you like I can't promise I'll post this like you can't expect me to just get this, then promote it and not see financial compensation if I don't truly love it, you know? Um, So how do you balance like the brand partnership? Because I feel like everyone wants to get paid nowadays, but understanding like to work with brands, like you have to show that you love, get just, you love brands in and of itself. Um, How do you balance all of that? Yeah, I feel like brand partnerships, even though that's the main, that is the only way I make money through my account. kind of have a connotation like I feel I feel like people I don't know aren't as excited about brand content um for whatever reason maybe it just feels like an ad and like you're trying to sell them something but I feel like I've managed it throughout my time doing this just starting to say no like if I'm not interested in knowing kind of my worth and what like I deserve or if they're kind of, I don't know, I feel like a lot of brands are, hey, like do we'll send you one box for a post and five stories and this and that. And I feel like just like understanding and talking to other people who maybe had a bigger following than me. And there's actually one girl who have you heard of Oat House? The yeah. yeah. Okay. So she talked a lot about like she did kind of um a post about kind of I don't I don't I'm trying to like think of what exactly she was talking about but mostly like how to deal with brand partnerships and if like the fairness of your effort that you're putting into whatever you're providing them with versus what they are like if they're just giving you product and you're spending five hours to like create a post or make a recipe and make a video for it um so like recognizing your worth and not undermining that because your time is everything um so I feel like that was huge and me understanding because there's no rule book there's no manual on how to do this so it's kind of learn as you go and see what works for you and what doesn't I agree. I also feel like nowadays the huge thing with brands is like commission, like we'll give you this code. And I don't know about you, but I've never used a code really ever before. It's not, unless like there's been a few times that I've like really loved it, but 
I think brand partnerships, especially now that everyone wants to be an influencer and everyone wants to, you know, quit their day job and like post their food or fashion for a living. Um, I think it's just like an interesting concept of like when to know your worth and when to recognize, like to step away and saying no is so important. Like, I feel like for someone who's new, getting an email from a brand to like post a product is probably so exciting. But how many times have you gotten emails where it's like these CBD gummies or like some weird thing? Oh my God, there's so many. And like, I see the CBD. I'm like, how many companies are you? Yeah. Like what is different about them? Or there was an animal. They are. I mean, I feel like it's this generation's like skinny fit tea. Like when I first started, there was a lot of like tea and stuff. And now it's like gummies. And it's just like at some point, like you just have to say no. But going back to your kind of influencing career, do you have any advice for someone that really wants to break in besides having a passion for it? Like, what would you say to someone who's like, I really love food. I really want to get into it, but I'm afraid people are going to judge me or I'm going to fail. Yeah, I would say. Honestly, I didn't really think about I feel like on TikToks, I've been seeing people talking about how they, when they started posting on TikTok, they were scared that people were going to be judgmental or rude of them or say something bad that they were posting whatever content. I don't know. I never thought, oh, are they going to think this is weird? Because I feel like I, if you like it and you're strong enough and you're excited about this, other people's opinions it's so easy it's so much easier said than done but it's it's cool and people find it interesting and it's helpful content that you're putting out there about food and things um so I never had that issue but I feel like posting consistently the first year I posted every day most 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 days I was posting maybe if I was on vacation whatever a week um which was huge because I feel like that just, I don't know. I feel like Instagram just changes so frequently. Like now it's reels and I could post two reels and get more growth than I did when I posted 20 photos, you know? So it's just like Instagram so quickly changing as well, but I feel like being consistent, being authentic, showing people, I don't know a little bit about yourself. Cause I'm a little nosy too. Like I like knowing what people, like what people are like behind the camera even though, I mean, they're still on camera, but I don't know, seeing their face and knowing a little bit more about their life, I feel like that's could be a part of it too. So just being authentic and like I said, passionate about it and not caring what other people think because it's your journey and it's your choice. And if it's your passion, then you got to follow that. Nice. What is your favorite like meal to cook or like really your favorite like thing to post? Okay. Well, I know you're a big egg egg and avocado toast. It's your thing. I love an I love a breakfast post. Like love. I feel like randomly salads have like gained a lot of traction or like pasta bowls on my account. Very random because I don't typically eat that daily. I love nourish bowls. Anything with eggs is chef's kiss um yeah so I don't know and I started my account really just making breakfast like sweet breakfast bowls so I'd make oatmeal bowls smoothie bowls and decorate them so like 
try so hard to make it look aesthetically pleasing. And then I would do desserts and I really didn't do savory content when I started, but I feel like I've grown to such a variety of content, which has been really cool to see as well. And I feel like also, um, I don't know, it's, it's, I, I feel like I've gone out of my comfort zone because I've been so comfortable making, I don't know, things that I do in my daily life, but I try to expand that and try new recipes and see what I think um, and share that. So that's been a good experience as well. Did you ever, or do you still ever feel like you not have to eat something, but like if you're making a meal that you know is like aesthetically going to look really good on your feed, do you feel the pressure to like make that? Would you, that's like a weird question, but I personally feel that sometimes where I'm like, I know like everyone loves oatmeal. Like, okay, I'll have oatmeal today or whatever. Do you ever feel that? Yeah, I actually made oatmeal. I was trying to make a video yesterday of overnight oats. And I was like, I just don't even want this right now. Honestly, I put, I put it in a Tupperware, but I feel like, yeah, I'm like, cause I, I do not like food waste. It bothers me. And so I do save everything, but sometimes, I mean, I do feel pressure. Okay. I made this like, I got to eat it because I don't want to waste it. But it's also nice because I do still have my family right now when I'm in school. So my dad will eat anything. And so that's so nice. I know. I feel like I give all my food to my friends or like coworkers or something. I Um, know all my friends, like we have whatever um, birthday party or something. And they're like, where's, where's the food? Like, where's the leftovers? And I'm like, guys like we, I got a family to feed too <laughs> I know I'm literally going to my friend's house tonight and I'm like I have brownies for you and she's like I have lasagna for you like because she's like a food influencer too it's really she's the one who oh, I kind of do like, like, it's so nice I mean she made like authentic homemade lasagna with her family that's Italian so like I'm Did bringing her-, her through Instagram or no we met when I moved to the city she was like one of my first she's like one of my closest friends here and then like three months of being friends she like one day was like, what the, what the fuck? Like you have food Instagram. Like, I just, I don't say anything about it when I meet people. Cause it's not my purpose. I do not at all, yeah. Never. Like I didn't tell my boyfriend about it for like, a month and he was like, what the heck? Like you have 10K followers. Like, why didn't you tell me this? And I was like, yeah. it's not like my brand, but he was like, oh my God. And so she has a food Instagram and she just does it as like, like you, like a fun little thing. She loves cooking, like love experimenting. So it's really yeah. cute. Cause like, not that food is like our main like thing that bonds us but it like it's our thing where like we love cooking together and like we'll send each other recipes we want to make so it's a fun little bonding thing but kind of ending this off do you have who are your favorite creators like your five favorite food instagrammers I would say okay my number one no one's ever asked me this but I have thought about this question before um I love Dada Eats I don't know if you follow I love her I just think that she is, I feel like she's so funny, but like in a way that's just very subtle and I love her content. And I feel like she makes a lot of fun recipes with chocolate, which I love. So she's like my favorite influencer. Um, who else do I like? Oh my goodness. I watch a lot of Rock Your Body her videos I like her Um, stories they're so entertaining they are really entertaining I'm like this is what it's like living in LA okay um trying to think of who else let me just pop on (laughs) um I guess what you wait do you have what is your favorite brand that you've worked with or like just one of your favorite food brands okay I would say the my, my favorite 
brand that I've worked with has been a product that I use every day, purely Elizabeth granola. I was so happy to work with them because they sent me like 10 boxes of granola. And I was like, this is expensive. Like I do not have to buy this for months. Um, so that was one of my favorite partnerships. I'm another one, Dave's Killer Bread. I love their products. So it was really fun working with them in kind of trying new recipes basically with just bread, um, which was cool. So those are probably two of my favorite partnerships that I've done. That's awesome. Well, Emily, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. This feels like a, like, inter- like not like a podcast interview, but like a, like a job interview or something. Right, but right. I will have all her socials linked down below. You should just, you should know Chicago. We do besties. But I think you'd like it. You know, the Indy to Chicago pipeline, the IU to Chicago pipeline is very real here. But I will link her below. Make sure to follow her. She makes the most beautiful reels. Just the selling about like the greenery you put in your photos is so eye-catching. I'm obsessed with it. So thank you, Emily. It was so nice speaking with you today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And it's been so fun chatting.